I would like to welcome you guys to a special podcast uh, recording, our special podcast recording session today. Now, the reason why it's special is not because there is anything going on at the moment. It just so happens to be that today I'm out and about. I'm getting the car serviced. And, um, yeah, so this is just one of the live episodes, basically. So I'm up and about. I'm at the mechanic yard. The car is getting worked on. And so apologies for all the sounds that you're going to hear, the clanking. Uh, the different patrons over here arguing and shouting, generators going on, you know, you know how things are at Mechanic. But anyway, so this is just uh, part of my promise to you guys to make sure that the podcast episodes come out as and when I promise, even if we don't have perfect recording conditions. So um, today I would like us to look into things to watch out for in communication. We have gone over the communications matrix, uh, the different um, considerations that we need to have, um, you know, clarity of, uh, clarity of purpose with the message, um, the feedback and the different biases that our, our, our potential clients have and how they filter the message. And we've gone through all that jazz. So today I just want to cap it up by pointing out a few things that we should um, keep a lid on, you know, things that don't things that affect our communications even though they might come across as trivial so one of those is typographical errors now since a lot of us do a lot of work from our phones and our tablets uh, these days it actually is a very big problem because with um, uh, back when a lot of us were computer dependent or laptop dependent we could get away with typographical issues because windows um, what's it called windows word was it microsoft word you know, it has that autocorrect function, that flagging function, things like that. So errors don't tend to show up as much. But on the phone, um, it can become uh, quite an issue. And uh, the autocorrect on phones particularly are really um, messed up. I mean, sometimes you write something and it autocorrects to something that was entirely not what you had in mind in the first place. So if you're going to do text-based communications, you're sending emails from your phone or text messages, WhatsApp, it's something that you have to be really mindful of. <clears throat> so typographical errors. Now, one of the in-person sessions that we had, one of the students there came up with a, <clears throat> excuse me, she came up with a tip for how she avoids these sorts of issues, and that's by using Grammarly. Grammarly, um, I'd been aware of Grammarly up until that point, but I knew it to be a web-based application. So it was running on my uh, my web browser, and so it would correct, it would flag mistakes, not just in spelling, but also in grammar. And uh, so she told me and the rest of the class that now they have a... Um, they're also phone-based as well. So you can install the app on your phone, and it'll be there as one of your native um, dictionaries and one of your native keyboards and um, so you could be typing on your phone and it would do the same thing it would pick up any errors in grammar errors in spelling and now she says it also has a um, plagiarism um, function as well so if you happen to be cutting and pasting if it looks like what you're doing is um, using copy without um, attributing it's something that it will flag there so that uh, you don't pass off any ideas that are um, not original and you pass them off as your own so that's something that you guys can check out if you haven't heard of it or if you've been using it but only on the web when you're on your computer it's now available for the phone again that is grammarly and that is g-r-a double m 
A R L Y. So Grammarly, as in grammar, just like we were taught in school, and you just add an L and a Y to it. So a reminder: um, clear purpose, absolutely essential, especially when we're doing text-based communications. Some people waffle on and on, and before you know it, the email uh, is now very long, and you have to scroll, you know, three or four times just to get through the whole thing. Um, most people these days don't read everything; they are skimming. So don't kid yourself. If you're sending a long email, it's not going to be read in entirety. You need to have a very clear purpose and get straight to the point. So brevity is also really important. We have to get straight to the point. If you can, one email, um, space everything out in simple lines. If you can achieve it, let it be so short that people don't have to scroll. You open, you skim, you get the point. And uh, your client can respond. So if it's about, um, let's say, the deposit, for instance, you don't go on and on and on and on and waffle. You just make the email nice and short. You know, good morning, Chinedu. I tried calling several moments ago. It's concerning the deposit. Please remember that you have to make a balance of, you have to make a deposit of five hundred thousand naira for us to be able to start work immediately to meet the deadline for next week. You know. It's that simple. It's that short. There's no need to wax on and on and on and on and on. So uh, Chinedu can open that email. He can see at a glance what it's about, and he can um, get on it. Of course, remember that you have to follow up as well. Then uh, the last thing that we ought to pay attention to is providing information um, sources in our business communications. Well, this one might not be a problem when you are dealing with uh, clients, brides and grooms only, but for those of you who are involved in other stuff like. Uh, I do work for NGOs. I provide photography and video services for NGOs as well, and then the corporate sector. So um, some of these things become much more important, uh, especially since uh, a lot of these uh, things are going to be text-based, because people in the NGO space, in the government space, and in the private sector are notorious for wanting to keep things uh, to email. So. You know, with the way we run things um, in the wedding industry in in, uh, in Abuja and in Lagos, I'm sure a lot of us would prefer to just get on the phone and hammer things out immediately. But when you're dealing with NGOs, they want there to be a, uh, there has to be a paper trail, so you can be done with the conversation. And they'll say, "Oh, you know what? Send me an email and say the same thing." And then you have these long um, email chains. So that's it. Things to look out for. Be careful about typographical errors, especially for those of us who work on the phones. Have a clear purpose when you're sending out your messages. Keep things brief. People don't like scrolling up and down uh, to get to the point on their phones, and people are not reading every single word in the email. And then also remember, if you are involved in other sectors beyond weddings and events, I mean beyond the wedding space, if you're doing some work with NGOs, with the government sector, and, and people in the corporate sector, you know. Let's say you are providing um, uh, planning services for I don't know Zenith Bank or Pencom or whatever. You know all these things are they come in um, really handy. Uh, I mean you have to pay attention to all these tips and remember to provide your information um, sources. So you don't necessarily have to put everything in the text of the email. Whatever reference documents that you need, you can attach as a uh, what are they called? As attachments, yes, as attachments. Okay, so that's it um, for today. We're done with the episode of things to look out for in communications. 
and um, so at the next recordings we'll move on to listening skills because um, for some reason a lot of us before we get into business we don't realize that part of the battle of communications is not about being an effective talker it's not about being an effective toaster a lot of it has to be about being an effective listener if you don't know why and you don't agree then hang on for the next episodes and it's something that we will pass out so thank you very much guys for listening to the sales for the nigerian wedding industry podcast i'm your host abuja based event and wedding photographer tavishima ayede thank you for your time and attention hopefully at the next recording we won't have to be out about uh on the road and in the wild hopefully we'll have some much more a better recording environment and some uh, good acoustics and no distractions so you guys have a wonderful day and catch you at the next recording